Welcome to episode 17 of the Toronto Until Blue Jays podcast. I'm Steve Artabello with Anthony Harris and Theo Giordano. You can find our website, torontountilt.com. You can find our Twitter at Toronto on Tilt. Obviously, you can find this YouTube. Uh, you can find the video of this podcast on YouTube, Toronto on Tilt. And of course, the audio can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Bleaker, Anchor, all of the things. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. And this was a very positive week, although we still found a, a reason to get very angry. These Sunday games, Theo was talking about it before Friday we started games. recording. Or, no, no, no. The Sunday, like the Sunday games change our mood because if we recorded on Fridays, this would be like we're kind of negative, but there'd be a lot more screaming. There'd be a lot more like Steve Dangle meltdown uh, type of moments in this podcast if we were coming off some of these Friday nights. Uh, but let's get started. Tony, you got the first recap. Let's get right to it. Yep. So we started off in Miami on Tuesday and Ross Stripling's resurgence continued. He had a really nice outing. He went six innings, one earned seven Ks to one walk, but he gave up the home run that put them behind. So he didn't wasn't involved in the decision, but some late game scoring. Vlad drove in run in the sixth and Lourdes stepped up in the ninth with a RBI double. Top of the ninth inning off of Yimi Garcia. The bullpen was the big savior here. They held on to this deficit. They kept it to one. They gave up no runs over three. Chatwood, Meza, and Romano held it down. But it wasn't pretty. Steve, say what you noticed about this Chatwood appearance. Yeah. uh, There was another meltdown later. We'll get to that. But what I noticed is if you know, if you watched all of the breakdowns on Sportsnet when they showed like, hey, look, Chatwood's back. None of those pitches were in the strike zone. They were all fastballs out of the zone. The guys were swinging over the top of and either striking out on and missing because it was a fastball out of the zone or weakly grounding out on a fastball out of the zone. The Marlins swing at everything because they're an awful offense. That wasn't Tyler Chatwood getting better. If like, again, the Orioles are also an awful offense, but they decided, hey, let's just wait to see if he can throw a strike. The Marlins did not do that. So that was something I noticed that just pissed me right the fuck off when it was just when they decided to go to Chatwood. And I guess we'll talk about that again in that game. It was just like, are we watching the same thing? Because he's not any better. He's just lucky. (laughs) But anyways. Yeah. And it's a thing with this bullpen, too. And it started in the first game where you're like, oh, are they coming back now? They're pitching. Look at where you're playing. The Miami Marlins are getting great starting pitching, and it's the reason they've kind of kept it. Their starting pitchers are, yeah. <laughs> the reason they aren't the Orioles, pretty much. But yeah, you have to Alcantara look at was excellent. Yeah. Well, and you got Rogers, uh, Sixto's coming back. It's just they ha- they have a Maybe. bunch of, like, they have a very exciting young pitching staff. They need some hitters. I mean, Marte is the only one who seems to hit, and Jazz Chisholm's fucking electric, but you need, you know, it, it you makes need more a guys. massive mistake in every game we play against them, I think. Jazz That's Chisholm, true, actually. I, th- I don't know if it was that game or the game after, but he makes like weird, weird mistakes. He's a, he's a rookie. You know what I mean? Like we talk about Bo getting used to shortstop. Like that's, that's just what happens to young players. Uh, I, next game. That was what to say. Move on to the next game. Theo. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, Tony, you had anything else? No, you. Ca- I was going to mention Alcantara, but he was good, and we mentioned it. So, <laughs> yeah. also that was that was Springer return game. 
I think so. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it was the first game back. Uh, he he's played. He played that game. Then he had the next game off, and now he was DH today. But they're he's back. He's back. He plays center field. He's back. Yeah, I Wednesday, hope. June twenty third. That was Toronto Blue Jays fourth win in a row. Yeah. We run over the. Mar- Are we okay? Sorry. Oh no! So Tony threw the hitting fifth thing out, which I found really interesting that they oh, did it that way. Do you want to get into that now? We might as well. Tony did throw it out. Like we might as well actually get right to it. Did Did either of you find that really interesting that he wasn't leading off again, and that it like Tony did the whole or not Tony? Uh, Charlie did the whole like. Well, you know, I think we're gonna slide him in there fifth. It's like what? He, here's. Didn't Springer say he's like I don't want to disrupt what these guys are doing? Simeon, Bichette, Black. I so guess they might have been his call. That's how they framed it. Oh, it's a little I, weird. He should be your leadoff. Vlad should be your two. I, I understand. I might be too hard on Boba Shed. I just think that he's like the fifth best hitter in this lineup right now, and he should well, be hitting. Watching Bo swing at balls out of the strike zone. I know he can hit them, and I know he can hit them hard because he hits dingers on them a lot of times. But there's just sometimes where it gets kind of frustrating where he's in front of Vladdy, where it's like, please just take the walk because look what Vladdy will do if you're on base. Like he's probably going to drive you in because Bo's super fast. So when Vladdy crushes one, sometimes only for a single, Bo can score. But yeah. that's that's these. Even this is nitpicking on, on Twitter today. Even was like, I love Bo, but there's some shit. He swings at some three old pitches that are just not even close. Like you can't it's, have that. He's a young. He, he's a young guy who is excellent at making contact with the baseball, like great bat to ball skills. So it's really hard for him to hold off baseballs, and he's got to learn to do that. Because imagine if he started to walk, like then yeah. Bo, like it, that's the thing when you have a young team that you have to learn. But that's when a manager should maybe massage the lineup. But again, yeah. there are other things we can get angry at Charlie for. No, this is a minor complaint, but like. And I guess you can put in yourself in his shoes if he doesn't want him hitting too close to Guriel because Guriel's the same kind of hitter. Bo's better at what he does, but they both swing a lot. If you put Bijou in the middle of that, maybe you could have like a you'd have a great five six seven there. But I, I think Bo, they're just they value him very highly, and he he'll probably just be at that spot it, the rest of the year. And we have to accept it. That's the thing; it's a franchise thing. Like that's where like. I don't think they're going to mess around a lot and move him out of the two hole. It's the same thing where once Vladdy got hot and once Vladdy established himself, they just made Vladdy the three hitter and that didn't change. I I think there's something, maybe it's a Charlie thing. Maybe it's a blue Jays thing because I mean, this was a thing under Anthopolis. This was a, this was a Jose Bautista thing. Remember Josh Donaldson where it was two, three. And even when Jose wasn't doing well, he always had to hit three. Like there's, there's some weird things. It's just a baseball thing, actually, to be fully honest. <laughs> some guys are old school like that. Yeah. So it's just the way it is. Uh, we'll get in the next game. Wednesday, yeah. June 23rd. Jays win their fourth in a row. Three to one over the Marlins. Ray made the start. It was great for six innings. Uh, six innings, six Ks. Only a run was a solo shot by Marte. We've said it. He gives the home runs. They're always solo shots. So who gives a shit? Uh, offensively, the Jays didn't really do much, but they got enough. Teoscar drove in one with an RBI double in the first. Springer added an RBI ground out on hit of his own in the first. And then Bo added some insurance with an RBI single in the fifth. Penn was great again. Uh, is it Chatwood Romano got through the last three innings with just one hit. Uh, that was the fifth good, good appearance by Chatwood at that point. But we discussed and again, that. not a lot of strikes, not throwing a lot of strikes. Just the uh, Miami team swinging at a lot of things. But okay. Also, <laughs> I want to talk about this. 
if I don't know if you guys watched the game live, but the umpiring in the first inning of that game with the first base umpire, I think he missed four calls in the first yeah, game. I've was, never seen that bad at for a first base umpire. Not at first base, but the strike zone today was atrocious. But there's just robot yeah. umpires. Robot umpires. Yeah, the Aguilar play. There, there was a ton of Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, God. he like stepped off the base early, and they, the guy at first called him out, and everyone else was like, he's clearly out. They didn't even look at the video. They just decided it was clear. Obvious. God, I wish I wish I would have done never that. Never happens anymore. I wish I would have done like a John Boy breakdown. Did you see the one where he did the home run today, where they took the home run away from? Uh, oh God, who was it? Someone hit a home run to left field. Against the Dodgers, the Dodgers, I can't remember now, but it was great where he broke it down where the ups just randomly called it back. It was pretty makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, but this was a Trevor Rogers day, who's been great as we mentioned, and they were on him, and that could have been even worse. That the was three runs that we gave. That was that was incredibly impressive. Like this Jays offense, we've been talking about it. It's like once Springer comes back, right? And now you're looking at that top five, and I mean, I guess the reason why I think doesn't make a whole ton of sense in this game, but like that lineup's getting a lot longer. And Santiago Espinal is randomly hitting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it feels like we should score ten a night. Yeah. Like the, the amount of guys we get on. The only frustrating part, and it's not even frustrating. It's that like we should be scoring even more with how many guys we get on every inning. And it, but it's it's just unbelievable, like with the way baseball's going and the fact that they're hitting this much. Oh, and Buck said it today. It's something we're gonna. It's uh, I agree with him on. It's something we're gonna have to get used to with Springer. It's gonna take him a couple of weeks. Like he's gonna run into a few fast. He's gonna run into a few pitches and just hammer them. But it's gonna take him a couple weeks to really get his timing right because everyone else is in midseason form. Now the fact that Jays also get to play some trash teams is really going to help with him getting that timing right. And then this team is hilarious because Randall Grichik's starting to heat up again. Guriel's still hot, and then you know when Guriel goes into an eventual slump or Grichik starts slumping again, they have enough guys now. This is where this team gets really dangerous, and this is what we kept talking about all year when they were banged up: is that we would hope to get to this point. And Kirk's coming back. I don't know if you guys want to get to that now or save it, but keep that. Actually, well, I guess we'll save it for like a whole. DL injury. There's a whole bunch of shit we'll talk about. We'll get to the Thursday preview. game now, I guess. Tony, yeah, Thursday. Uh, yeah, it was the beginning of the Baltimore series. On Thursday, they came to Buffalo. And Dean Creamer, second time against the Jays in a week. And things did not go so well right from the jump. I'm offended. They thought they could just sneak that guy in again. They got lucky the first out. <laughs> and they just tried a week later. Like, that's not going to yep. work. No, I loved it so much that, yeah, exactly. They couldn't sneak that in again, and the Jays just fucked. Oh, God, that and was – that felt good. They played the Seinfeld scene, theme when he got off. I thought that was pretty good. I'm sure they had that planned all day, but – Oh, they had. They better have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. It was the grand, the grand slam. The grand right slam the in the first. Capped off a six-run first from Lourdes. Vlad at number 24. And then they scored a few more in the third, and then that was it. There were no more runs the rest of the game, but that was nine. You don't need more than nine in a game. And Anthony K, he was – that was the best – again, the Orioles suck, but Anthony K looked good. The big surprise. Not expecting eight Ks and five to two walks. He set a record. I was – yeah. I was wondering – yeah, that's exactly. He set a Blue Jays record for most consecutive strikeouts, I, I believe. it was seven Ks in a row, right? 
start the like game. That, uh, that there was, was hits insanity. mixed in, but the it first seven insanity. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was one of those. Exactly. It was one of those weird, weird stats. But still, it was insanity. He looked he looked dangerous. I know. We'd Channel love to see more of that. Mayfield. Woke up feeling dangerous. Back to the negative. We got to yeah. get to this Friday game again. Uh, Friday, June 25th, the Jays continued the trend of these Friday night games that just are on. I'm not going to call them unwatchable because they're very watchable and they usually last a long time. They're just usually heartbreaking. Uh, 6-5 loss to Baltimore in 10. Started off well. Great start from uh, Monoa before his little suspension kicks in, which is horseshit. Well, it's five games anyway, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. They, they timed it pretty good. Fucking stupid baseball, but uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you can work those pitcher suspensions around so easily. It was a not. It was a suspension that didn't need to happen because it's, it's baseball being stupid. But anyways, <laughs> kind of saved our season of that moment when you think about it. From Alec Monoa single-handedly trying to fight the entire Baltimore Orioles. Yes, gotta love that man. Giving him if the Jays make the playoffs, we point to that moment. It's all Alex. It woke him up. He pitched six uh, strong innings. Only yeah. run was underned because of a Bobochet throwing error. So it was a very good start from him. On offense, looked like the Jays were going to get enough to get by in this game. Uh, Matt Harvey looked pretty good, but the Jays still got three against him, including solo shots from Vladdy and Springer. Uh, Semyon added some insurance in the seventh. Two run double made it five to one. Felt like you know with the way the pen's been going. They weren't going to pull this one. Not the case. Uh, we saw Chatwood, and it finally caught up to him, to the errors that he's been making as far as getting bailed out by the other team. This game, the Orioles just didn't chase those pitches, and it led to a uh, – actually, no, sorry. I think I got this confused. Uh, did Chatwood come in first, or was it uh, – Here, let me pull this up. Wait, I think Chatwood, was, came, sorry, Chatwood, Chatwood came in first. After Mesa, it was Chatwood. And then Susudo. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Saucedo. Uh, Saucedo, I'm pretty sure. Why was he coming in and not Julia, not Julia Merriweather, not Jordan Romano? Does Again, Romano tell them he can only like what's that's the highest leverage part of the game? And that was his role, was it not? That he was the guy who comes in at the highest leverage, but now he's just a closer, and you don't use him unless it's in safe situations. Uh, again, Charlie, and it's supposed to be the Rays, and you know, you have you seen how the Rays implement their relievers? Did you see how they used Nick Anderson, the best reliever in baseball, before he blew his elbow out, like a lot of things? But the best reliever in baseball that had like three saves all of last year. And even if it's not Romano, I think there's about five guys who even I don't even trust, but I trust more than that fucking guy. And that's he's situation. brand new. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's looked good, but what? Like, what did he do to? Oh, God, that's how fucked up this bullpen is. That he was. It wasn't even like the highest a leverage guy there. It wasn't even a lefty-lefty situation. Yeah. They just brought him in to face right-handed hitters. It's just... So I don't get God. that at all. Analytics, again, I guess. Even I, don't, not... I don't get it. I It's, again, I have a lot... Remember re- remember last week when I was like, I almost feel bad for Charlie because it doesn't matter who you call in from the bullpen. And then it's like, now you go back to doing this, Charlie? Really? Really? Like, I was trying to get, shoot you a little bit of bail. Just a little bit, say that it wasn't all your fault, and now you go and do this to me. And it's just like, okay, Chucky, I've had problems, and I still have problems with the way you run this fucking team. But however. We we had that game tied at five. There was still a chance for the Jays to win this game. Left the seventh inning tied at five. Uh, Remained tied until the 10th when the Orioles' base is loaded, two out. 
Trent Thornton struggling a little bit. He forced a the three. He forced the pop up to end the inning. It was a tough play. I can't really get on Grichuk. He made a nice play today. I feel like that should be caught every time. But you know, I'm not going to get too hard on him for that. I uh, he dropped the ball in foul territory. Next pitch was a walk. Orioles took the lead. Uh, bottom half of that inning, I think we had two on. Was it? Was it? Uh, yeah, we had two on. And then Vladdy coming up. You assume game over. Jays are going to win. Ground into a double play. Chioski gets out the next at-bat. Tough loss for the Jays all around. The Jays are number two in baseball in bases-loaded walks. And the only reason I'm pretty sure that the St. Louis Cardinals are ahead of them is, like, I watched a game where John Gant threw, like, 50 pitches in an inning, and he walked, like, three dudes in with the bases already juiced. So I'm pretty sure that's the only reason they're ahead of the Jays in walking guys in. But I'm pretty sure the Jays have done it to lose more than any other team in baseball because it's just like there's a saying you can't walk the world. Apparently you can. You know what's worse, too? That snapped the uh, Orioles 20 game road losing streak, which. I think we snapped their, their eight-game losing streak last week, and then now we stopped their 20-game uh, road losing streak in a game that we literally had gift wrapped to us, and, and we just gave them, gave it away. And, and, like, it's baseball. You don't expect to, like, sweep four-game series all the time, even against I, bad teams. But when you lose in these types of ways, when you can point to, like, you can – there's almost 10 of these games, if not 10 of these games now, where they could have gone the other way. And if it's just 50-50, like, think about the Jays' record. Think about where they are in the division, in the – you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the season, this could be a big problem. What's our uh, Pythagorean theorem win total right now? Aren't we, like, 10 games over in that? It's I, I probably high because it's based on run differential. We have, like, a 50-run differential. Like, we exactly. should be in the playoffs right it's, now. Again, this is the 2015 Blue Jays with the insane run differential that until the trade deadline. Like, they need a bullpen. They need a bullpen so they can go on one of these runs because the starting pitching has been surprisingly good. And the offense is healthy. And do you want to just get to Reese McGuire right now? Like, I don't know. Reese McGuire. I don't know what Reese McGuire is, but like two more hits in a walk again today. The dude's on base all the time. What's he hitting? Like 325 now? Or did he come into the day to hitting 325? I, I don't know what he is, but if he keeps hitting, he's the starting catcher. And when so- Kirk comes back, I don't know what happens with Danny Jansen other than he goes to Buffalo because you need to keep rolling with this. And honestly, if San Diego Espinal is going to keep hitting 295, that's your guy on the bench. (laughs) Danny Jansen blew it. Yeah, he really did. He just needed to be like, he, he really just needed to be league average and they gave him every shot. And Reese McGuire like looked good. And then, you know, got caught jerking it in a parking lot and, you know, had a terrible season and now all of a sudden looks like he's good at baseball again. I don't know. Like I baseball's weird, man. I want to check his BABIP right now. I'm sure it's way it's too probably high. insanely high. Yeah, let me pull up fan graphs. Let's take a quick look at that. I don't I it's gotta be really high for him to be hitting like probably four hundred. I'm uh, Reese. He was DFA too. Anyone could have had this guy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure him jerking, getting caught jerking in the parking lot is a big reason why he got DFA. Who will mock? I got uh, the number. BAPIP, 
it was 381 before this game. And before today, he was hitting 309. So he's hitting 325 after today's game. So he's got a high bat bit. But even if that drops, that's like, you know what I mean? Like the fact that he's 309. Okay, what's he, what's we after today? 321, 374. Drop that by 100 points. You'll still take that. <laughs> Not by 100 points, but like, yeah, he's, he's on like a hot 50 streak. 50 points. So. Right? Like you'll still take that. Drop he's by 200. Still... You're better than Danny Jansen still. Huh. Unfortunately. Yeah, and, and we were talking I, about like defensively because remember when the the bullpen problem started? It was like right around when Jansen got hurt, and there were some people, not me, maybe me, that were like, pointing. Well, Jansen's been helping them a bit, but you know, if you're gonna get offense like this, I don't give a shit about the defense as much. That's well, and here's the thing: it's not like the starting pitchers went to shit. They're all still pretty good. Ryu's the only one actually where we've noticed something. He was good. And I don't know if that's an injury yesterday. thing. I don't know if that was. Oh yeah, he he, he actually. That was the snapback. That was where he looked back to being. He had been kind of off since Danny went down, but I don't know if that was a Danny thing or if that was a maybe he was banged up because he's, he's the guy that's dealt with injuries a lot, right? But yeah, exactly. He snapped back, which was really nice to see. But if Reese McGuire keeps doing this, you have to keep rolling him out there. I don't think there's really much else to say. I don't know if he's a starting catcher. I don't know what he is, but keep riding the hot hand because. I don't think you can afford and, not to. And you can't send him down again, right? He has to go through waivers. Yeah, exactly. So you can't send him down. Yeah. No. So that's why I think it's, Goodbye, I'm pretty Danny. sure Danny Jansen's got the option too. I'm pretty sure he still has at least one option left. So I think you send him down. I think you bring Kirk back because Kirk didn't do anything to lose his job. And then you just keep looking at Gabriel Moreno like, oh boy. Oh boy. Like, cause here's the thing, boys, he might be a top 10 prospect in all of baseball, but that's a discussion for later. You, yeah, uh, this uh, yeah. this glut of cut catching is going to be a big thing when the Jays yeah. do make that big trade. That'll be yeah, man, gets torn apart a bit. But you have so much of it that it doesn't yeah. really, like you're going to be okay. Um, and then again, we I guess we can get back to more positive things because they started winning again. Uh, do you want to get to the next game? Get Saturday. Yes, Tony. Saturday. Saturday was a fantastic. Well, I've been kind of lagging a little bit. I was going to say, yeah, his computer was going apeshit. I'm just glad Tony's back now, actually. Well, it's time while we were just killing time trying to get to like the next game while he was freezing. Don't worry, we're pros. (laughs) Tony? Yeah. You guys were pros. You held up your end. So, yeah, Ryu went out there. He did did a fine job. He had six shutout innings. Then he gave up four after that. But at that point, the game was already over because the Blue Jay bats <laughs> woke back up on a nice sunny Saturday. Everybody was crushing the ball. Bo had a double. Vlad hit home run number 26. T. Oscar hit one as well. And we got to the fifth inning where it was five to nothing. And it was almost like Friday night where it's like we better get runs here where Randall came up with two guys on. It's like he better cash in because we can't trust our bullpen. And he had a three-run home run to put them up eight. And that was pretty much it, which was nice. They didn't leave it up to the bullpen. They took a, they took care of it by the fifth inning, which is nice. And you need Randall to get hot because, again, the bottom of the order, as, as playing time becomes more scarce, as Gurriel's getting hot, like this is – you want to see Randall get hot again because you want to see him pushing everybody. You want to see them actually have someone who sh- who could DH and at the same time keeps all the other outfielders on their toes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, And if someone's slumping, it means you can't yeah. take them out of the lineup, which is key. Like, Especially like if Kirk comes back, right? You keep riding the, the Reese McGuire 
hot streak. Maybe, you know, maybe Alejandro is DHing sometimes. This is a thing that, you know what I mean? You can move it around. You can keep bats in the lineup. So just keep it going. Keep it rolling. Now now that Rowdy's been washed out, like you have that DA spot open most days. So you can move it around again. Exactly. And Vladdy's made it very apparent. Uh, He's not going to be in the home run derby if you haven't heard, but he's made it very apparent. He said it multiple times that he wants to play 162 this year. I want to say, when I saw that quote with Vladdy saying, when do you want your off day, Vladdy? And he points at the empty day on the calendar. That's a guy you can build a franchise around. Sign him to the massive. Give that's, him the 12-year contract extension. I don't care. Give him all the money I want. That's some Canadian that. hockey guy shit. He is Canadian. He was born in Canada. Just, mm, mm. TSN the, always the Canadian, the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame actually congratulated him on breaking the record for most home runs hit by a Canadian for a Canadian team because he hit 26 and he passed Michael Saunders. Yeah, that's right. We're claiming Va- Vladdy. I don't care that like he's technically Dominican. They should he put him in already. There. He's Canadian. He's ours. It's just the way it works. Don't care. If you have put the him in the Hall of Fame on TSN, if the TSN ticker has the leaf beside your name, you're Canadian. You don't need anything else. That's it. That's it's, your that's, birth certificate. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Anyways, back to baseball. Tony, you're lagging again. We did our, we tried our best, but no, we need you again. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a, what was it, 12? Yeah, well. 12 to 4, where they just beat the hell out of them. It was awesome. It was great to see. Yeah, it 12 got to 4, th- it got my birthday close. score. <laughs> it, it, I, I loved, it was getting a little bit weird with, we really struggled in the seventh. He was cruising until then. And then Wilner tweeted, like, uh, are people actually concerned about this lead? And part of me is like, well, if they get a home run here, it's five. And we blew a five run lead in the seventh last time, so. You know, not with this bullpen, everything is a concern. Yeah, everything. Like today, today was a concern. Today was a wild ride. It was white knuckle. If uh, you want to get to that, Theo, you get to today. Today felt like game they were going to lose for a long portion. For in me, for me at least, the pessimist that I am. But when it kept staying close, yeah, I was getting terrified. Jays uh, held on five to two. Take three of four from the Orioles. Ross Stripling made the start. He had the Jays five innings. Wasn't his best. Battled through some base runners. Only give two runs though. That's all you can really ask for. Five innings, two runs. Stripling's, Stripling's been great. This, you know what I mean. You'll take this. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, if you can get that, like before this run started, like I, he, he's this is probably one of the worst runs he's had in a while too, and it's like still very, very good for his for a guy. Probably like, his career. Yeah. Yeah. Now that Matt's is back and like Ryu's great, Robbie Ray's been great, Stripling's been solid, Manoa's been great, and Matt's has been. If he's your five, that's amazing. Consider, like, look what. Remember Tanner Rourke. That's all I want to say. Remember Tanner Rourke. Oh, God, that guy was. He was in our ballpark for a little bit, too. He was a starting pitcher for this wasn't team. He, wasn't he our, like, setup guy for a bit? For oh, one that, day, that, yeah. That did happen. Oh, God. That was great. Oh, and remember, uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the guy you hate that we got rid of? Tommy Malone? I hate a lot of guys. Oh, Tommy Malone. God. I forgot he was on the team, too. Yeah. <sighs> Well, he's one of our many injured guys. One he of the has an 86 mile per hour fastball. <laughs> Crafty left. It's a long it's year. He was so bad. Anyways, get to uh, get to Sunday. We scored five runs today, and I think there was no home run. Which you know, I believe you're right. No. For some reason, people like that when they don't get home runs and score. So we got five. Real baseball. <laughs> Hitting the ball around, make the defense work. Ball in play. Yeah, highlighted Excitement. today by, by Vlad Bezio, two renewables. I haven't looked at Bezio's numbers, but I feel like he's 
ever since he's come back, he's been pretty good. Yeah, I think he's hitting 230 now. He's like 225 before that double, so he might be up to 230 he, just because he's on base, base up over like 330. It's right? exactly. It's like 360 or some shit. It's it's nuts. Like he's the type of dude we talked about this. If he ever hits 270, his on base is going to be in the 400s. Like when he has one of those seasons where he puts it all together and he hits 270, because that's not something you can expect from him. He is a dude who's going to hit 230 to 250, but he's going to have a huge on base with some power. Although I will say that double, I don't know how much of that was a great double and how much of that is DJ Stewart doesn't know how to play the outfield. That was like, he made a meal. Like that was an, uh, like that was pretty ugly. I was in and out on this game. So for me, didn't Biggio give up a hit in this? Yeah, there was, there was a, there was a moment where, yeah, the fact that you have a four outfielders, but you put a second baseman who plays third base in the outfield. Yes. No, that's, that's a Charlie. Hey, Charlie, you do some fun things sometimes. Captain Utility Man. Captain BJ. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll say, too, again, the pen. Murphy got in a little bit of trouble, but uh, Meza helped him out. Castro, mono clean innings. Castro, a guy who's really high on it. I, I'm, I'm going to say this about Castro. I need 10 outings in a row where he's good. Before maybe he's get back sick. on the trust tree. 10 outings in a row. Dude, him, him and Chatwood are the same type of thing. At least he throws more strikes. Anthony, At he least he throws more strikes. Stupid. I looked dumb as hell when he I had a, yeah, you were loving, you were on the Anthony yeah. Castro bandwagon. Huge. I don't know why you did that, insanity. but his numbers were great. And then, then you jumped on the bandwagon officially and it, it got ugly. You don't know Very why fast. I did that. Tony, we were having chat with pitching in high leverage spots and this guy wasn't, and he was the only one pitching well. That's why I was doing that. He was pitching well, but you, you were acting like we can fully trust him. We should, you know, he's a, he's a done, he's a stud. No, no question about it. Don't worry about Anthony Castro coming into a game with like no track record whatsoever. That's why I'm asking why. I know. That's why I need 10, Anthony. You're saying, whoa, 10. That's why I need 10. And you're like, yeah, 10 is a lot. Okay. Then then don't expect it to happen. If he gets the 10, I'll be very happy. So if he gives me 10, he makes 10. Then, that's yeah, what I mean. Exactly. exactly. If he gets two no. 10, that'd be two? great. Is he at two right now? I think it's two. This is one. He's made a couple of this. Okay, two. Maybe give him right? two. Okay, maybe. He was, in, he was in Miami and yesterday. Today he pitched, didn't he? Yeah. He, no, yeah, today so he pitched, pitched well today. So like um, three. But like again, with his key, he gets into weird counts because there's a lot of lack of control and fast and that slider moves a lot, but it, you know, he hangs it anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's the first thing you guys want to get to post wrap up? Cause it was a positive week. They only lost once this week. And even though it was just in fucking excruciating standard fashion of the blue Jays this season, do you guys just want to get to the, the injury update since there's so many things to address here? Like list them off. Yeah. Cause I forget half of them. Springer's back. Uh, he's playing and DHing, and they're moving him around, getting days off. But whatever, he's back. He's healthy. He like the way he's running. You can tell he's actually healthy. And even though they're messing around and taking it easy with him, you can tell. Like I think it was that first game back where he didn't get a hit, but he ran to first base and almost almost beat out the throw to first. And you're like, oh, okay, no, no, he's healthy. He's like he is really healthy. And like I said before. I don't know if you guys disagree. I think it's just going to be a couple of weeks before you see him really be George Springer, but there's a reason they paid him all the money that they paid him. This is going to be fun, and now he's finally here, so I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's when he got hurt. You could tell it right yes. on the first base was when he could tell he was not right, so it's good exactly. to see him sprinting the first base and looking good. 
so that was that that was encouraging uh now into the like the randomness where it was just quiet on the fucking western front forever kirk is back playing games now apparently so we should have an update from him at some point to see how he's doing uh at trenton uh hopefully he'll be back soon because if he's already playing in games I wouldn't mind adding that bat back to the offense. Uh, and now there's Merriweather and Brucky. This is where shit gets interesting. So Kirk, it's straight up. He's playing baseball. We know that, so we'll get stats, right? Like, we'll see how he's doing. His stats don't even matter. I just want to know that he's healthy and playing and catching. If he's catching, then cool. You can call him up at some point. That's great. Merriweather threw a light bullpen, and Baraki allegedly threw the baseball. But, like, we have... There's, I don't know about you guys. There's, there's not much positive update. I haven't heard much about Hatch either, and he was throwing in three inning things. So, have you guys heard anything? Like Hatch has been almost back for like a month now. So I'm just ready to. These guys need to be on this time before I get even interested in their returns because we're not hearing enough from that. That's what I mean. Like we've had so much just randomness with this Thomas Hatch stuff, and he's had setbacks, and we just don't know what's going on. So it's like, okay, cool. You know, it, yeah. and another, and we we didn't touch on Pearson. I think we might have last week. That's yeah. So he's got a groin injury again. So he's getting another opinion. Four, fourth opinion. Fourth. If opinion. he can come back at this point, he cannot be a starter. There's just not enough time. You don't have enough time because for it's year, almost yeah. July. Yeah, for this season. Nate Pearson, long-term for this franchise, is a starting pitcher. But for this season, because we're almost in July, and if he's got another groin injury and misses another month and can't start rehabbing and can't start throwing again until August, then you need to be serious about putting him in the bullpen because, again, you have all these bullpen issues, and he could be a weapon. Aaron Sanchez role. What do you guys think about – What do you guys think about – I've seen I've seen these people throwing stuff out there. They're trading Nate Pearson for somebody like Jose the Jose Barrios swap. I've seen a lot of people talk about how, that. See, I would and like I to, don't know. I'm kind I of I would torn. like to see how that happens. I would like to see how you trade a prospect as highly rated as that for a pitcher like Barrios who's good, but I mean, when do you see prospects of Pearson's name value get traded? That's all I'd like trade to say. Him at the lowest point. Ex- I know. That's the you, next part. That's the very him? next part. It's just with the idea. It, and again, why are you going after Barrios it's also the of idea of relievers? Maximizing this season. That's the, but here's my other thing. If if I it's know. a Jeff Hoffman yeah. situation, if you like, okay, there's problems with his delivery or something. Which are there Jeff Hoffman, they they seem to draft. They always said they were going to draft him number one when they draft him at 60, that he was the number one overall pick. They traded him at the first available opportunity. So it almost seemed like exactly like Theo saying, I think that was a plan. Like they drafted him, pumped his tires, and immediately dumped him. So unless you think it's that situation, yeah, I don't think you're true. Yeah. Nate Pearson. Like it is the injuries are so concerning. Like I don't now. think it'll happen. No, and it shouldn't at this point. Yeah. Like that would it's it, it again, I guess that you would can be try part to be positive. Idea. Yeah, you can try to be positive and say it's groin injuries, but it's just like you need to pitch. You need to pitch. Yeah. And and now you're getting to the point too, when we talk about trades that we want them to make. 
you don't want to. This guy is your piece in your rotation. He, maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe Manoa is going to be the guy we thought Pearson was. You you can't give up on it this year. If it's next season and you're in this boat and you're like, all right, we're winning. We need to get another piece. And this guy, you know, we well, need maybe to he's in the bullpen. Maybe, Actually, yeah, long term, because yeah. again, he's like maybe that's maybe that's his role, but we don't know that yet. And it's I don't know. It's it's hard. Early. That's the thing with me. It's it's hard. It's way too early to have that conversation. But as a reliever this year, I think that's the only role he can serve. Honestly, at this point, now that he's hurt again, I think that's the only role that he can serve, unless he's missing like one start. And even yeah. and even then, like I think you need to look at him in the bullpen. Uh, just for this season, because long term, you do want that as a starter. You just do. It's too valuable. Yeah, and the fact um, that rotations are outplaying it like this, yeah. it's really helping your decision. That's it's a pretty exactly. easy decision, actually. And the fact that you have Manoa be able to step in like this and basically take that spot—that's been very helpful. Um, I guess in terms of injury news, we want to talk about a Canadian, Mississauga's own Josh Naylor. That was fucking gross. He collided with a teammate, uh, his ankle. It's don't go watch the replay. It's bad. I thought it was just going to be like a blooper thing when I first like saw like the slow motion. Like there's no way they yeah, like, slow motion. Is so horrific. And, and there was like, it was horrific. It was bad. That shit was bad. That was ugly. Um, on a funnier news, Hector Santiago is the first guy caught for sticky substances. And Garrett Cole allowed, what was it, nine run? Did he allow all nine? He got eight. Just shit kicked by the Red Sox in Fenway today. You see him crying when they went to check him. Like, he was not crying, but he was like very frustrated. That's Garrett Cole. It's, oh my god. Carabas was chirping the shit out of him. Those tweets are amazing. Carabas fucking started Never Like Ryu, I don't know what the numbers are this year, but we paid half the money for Ryu. And I feel like our Nine return is years, $324 million for Garrett Cole and now he can't use spider tack. You better hope that's not what kept him good because that's going to be an issue. His ERA has gone up by a full run since that's doesn't, become a rule. Doesn't Chapman suck too? They have actual issues. Chapman's still throwing like 103 in K and guys. Like he did walk the bases loaded and blew one, but other than that, he's been pretty good this year because he's throwing 103 again. He so just, yeah, he kind of just get wilds. He'll go wild sometimes. And, but that's always been know, him. Like he's always throwing so cold, hard yeah. he never knows where it the is. The timeline lines up. Cole's got serious issues. Yeah, and San- Hector Santiago getting caught is just funny because we'll see. It like he, like Tony was bringing this up. He's a lefty that throws like eighty-seven. It's not like he throws very hard. So it's it's like he's and he's like a mop-up guy. It's just yeah, it was pretty funny to see him. Be the he first just wanted guy a vacation. Caught. And and who knows because we've already former seen Angel Howard. too. We've already a seen team that has had a lot of people get caught with this stuff and a lot of talk about they have a guy specifically in the clubhouse making it. Uh, there's also the fact that Trevor Bauer has done this with sweat and rosin and made a ball stick to his hand. Like it's possible that this could end up being a legal substance because the MLB's a joke and they told the the umpires midstream to figure this out. Umpires don't even know what a strike zone is, and you're going to tell them to figure out what, what's sticky and what's legally. Yeah. They can't. They don't know what a swing is. You see, fucking Joe West this weekend. He didn't know what a swing was. Well, and you see. Uh, so they can't use pine tar, even though they bat in the National League. So did you see when Joe Musgrove struck out and Trevor Bauer debatted him that Bauer grabbed the rosin from the back of the mound and held it out and offered himself? 
I didn't see that. No, it was amazing. He caved and chucked his bat right because he just it slid out of his head. So Bauer, who made him, right, he just went back and grabbed the rosin bag, and oh, he didn't K him on that swing, but he struck and, and chucked it. So he grabbed the rosin bag and held it out like you want some. It's it's dumb. <laughs> we agree like, that they should be fixing the whole foreign substance thing, but doing it midstream and doing it this way is stupid. But anyways. By the way, June 27th and the New York Yankees are fourth place. That should be – we should just state oh, that. Good as a feeling. They got swept by the Red Sox. And it's – again, it's not great seeing the Red Sox do so well, but it's great seeing the Yankees lose so – and again, Gary Cole crying and getting lit up and yeah. not using spider tack anymore. It's, it's awesome. I just – I love every moment of it. It's great. Um, is there anything else you boys wanted to get to this week? Look ahead to next week. We released the starting pitchers for the Seattle series, which uh, is looking – we have a good chance. Ray Ryu Mats, right? The three lefties? I believe. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Ray on or the Ray Tuesday. Mats, Ryu. Ray on the Tuesday, um, Mats, and then Ryu, yeah. And, and a series against the Mar- Mariners, who they're playing a lot better now, looking at their record. Um, I still think we should win this series with the starters we That's, have going, too. They have you been, yeah, you should and, definitely win this series against the Mariners. And then a huge series with the Rays, who, if you remember our last slide, they kind of, you know, yeah. we played them last time in Buffalo. It was that kind of kickstart. And the Rays Actually, had been on a slide. Yeah, it was in Florida. They've called up Wander Franco. It's a huge series. And I know it's only July. Well, not only, you know what? It's not only July. It's July. It's well, that's the thing. Now, exactly. Now we're in July. We're halfway through. Almost Canada Day, yeah. That's the thing. Like once you get halfway through a season, it's no longer it's 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 early because now you're halfway through the fucking season. We're all like, you know what I mean? Like exactly. Canada's around the corner. We're looking at the All Star break. Some people feel that way though. Mike Wilner, yes, we all love Wilner, but it's not that early yet. Uh, but I think I don't this. Know, is a, some say we had a little bit of a uh, cakewalk of a week. And this was we knew this was going to happen, but, but this needs horrific. to happen. You need to rack up the W's against bad teams, especially when they like, build the build the confidence. Exactly, you're playing a shitty team. Beat the hell out of them. That's that's what's got to happen. So, but this Ray series, I don't want to overstate yeah. it. If we can win this Seattle series and then win this Ray series, I think now you start to seriously look at like, okay, let's make a few trades and strengthen this bullpen. Let's actually try to make a run at this. The Yankees are falling apart. The the Rays have been losing. Let's, this let's, team's run differential, this offense deserves a better bullpen. The, the starting pitching is doing their job. The offense is doing their job. The defense, it's not as bad as it was to start the year. Is it great? No. Is it as bad as it was to start the year? Also no. So you know what? Just the, the God damn it, you need some relief help. Jordan Romano is the only person I trust. And we don't know when he's allowed to be used other than specifically safe situations. And sometimes two innings because who knows? Yeah. And we don't even mention how good Vlad is anymore. That's how much we're taking for granted. Like just a home run every other day. It's just it, he's we have the best hitter in baseball. Triple crown. Yeah. Like that's Triple a real favorite thing. right now. That is a real thing that he could do. It is insane what Vlad is doing. The fact that he's hitting 330 with like a 430 on base with a Leading the league in home run, it's just, this is what we talked about. This is what he needed to be. He needed to live up to all the hype, and he's doing that and then some. Yeah, it's spectacular. We always talk about advanced stuff. Advanced numbers, we're all excited about now because they're a better representation of things. But Triple Crown, just hearing that, that's just like. Exactly. Triple Crown. Everyone can understand that. 
it, it, exactly. It was yeah. one of those things like where people were like, oh, Mike Trout should win the MVP, even though Miguel Cabrera had the triple crown. It was like, Miguel Cabrera had the fucking triple crown. Give him the MVP, okay? I don't care he had the triple crown. It is something that never happened. It literally never happens. And the fact that Vladdy is, like, so far ahead, like, you know, like, so close to, like, it's very early, but the fact that he's, he is doing this, that he's hitting for that insane average while hitting all these dingers and driving in all these runs. It's, it's, it's spectacular. It's awesome. Yep. Uh, also, there's a lot of Otani talk too, but I'm trying to uh, correct something. I think Vlad has ridiculous. Vlad's yeah. Vlad missed a game this year. Unless my stats aren't updated on this uh, Jay's score app, it says he played 75 games. We played our 76 game today. So maybe it's not updated, but... Oh, the score app is... A, I think it's... Maybe it's just... I mean, it's a behind. I don't think it counted today's game. That's probably right, okay, why. That's probably why. I could be uh, wrong. We, we might have to look this up. Yeah. But I think we're we're good for... I have nothing else to say. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, that's it. It's, it's been a great week. Tony, anything you wanted to add? No. Not at all. Great job, guys. <laughs> Jersey analytics, nothing? Jersey analytics. They wore blue today. They were blue Friday and Saturday. Lost one, one today. I don't think there's much of a correlation, honestly, anymore. Because they're just playing so well, it, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, I guess that's where we'll leave it. That's enough uh, for this one. Uh, this is the Toronto on Tilt Blue Jays podcast. I'm Steve Artabello with Theo Giordano and Anthony Harris. As always, you can find us at our website, torontotilt.com. You can find the you can find us on Twitter at Toronto on Tilt. You can find the video of this podcast on YouTube, Toronto on Tilt. And of course, you can find the audio anywhere you get podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Bleaker, Breaker, all of the things. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. Until next time, hopefully we're coming back with just as many wins and less soul-crushing defeats by the bullpen. Please, please.